What exactly is the Holy Spirit? Why do I really need the Holy Spirit in my life? I mean, I live my life exactly how I want to. I go day by day. I wake up every morning. I go to sleep at night. And I feel like that I run my life completely on my own, perfectly the way that I want to. And I don't understand why I need the Holy Spirit in my life as a Christian. Well, if you've asked those questions, we're going to be talking about that today as we wrap up our study on the Holy Spirit. And we're going to be doing that right after this on Connecting the Gap. Welcome once again to another episode of Connecting the Gap. I'm Daniel Moore, your host. Thank you so much for joining me this week as we're going to continue and finalize, finish up our study on the Holy Spirit for this time frame anyway. I'm sure we'll come back to it later on at a different point in time in the future. But for the current study that I've had, I'm going to try to wrap that up today here on Connecting the Gap. Go to my website, connectingthegap.net. You can subscribe to your favorite platform to get my notifications each week for my podcast. It comes out every Thursday morning. And then, of course, I've got a blog that I write on Fridays. And you can also subscribe to that now as well. And you'll receive a notification when that blog posts on Fridays. And all of that is at my website, connectingthegap.net. Also, if you are a non-believer and you're wondering what this Christian uh, life is all about, you can listen to my podcast and get a pretty good idea about that. But if you already know, but you'd like to have a relationship with Christ, there's a page there as well explaining how you can be saved and how you can start out that life with Christ by letting him into your heart and into your life to guide you through everything that you do. So we're going to go ahead and get started this week on this week's study. And this week, we are going to be answering some of those questions that I was proposing there as we've done our intro for the podcast for this week. What is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? What does it do for us? Why do why is it something that we need? Now, over the last, uh, I believe, six weeks or so, we've been going through a study on the Holy Spirit, exactly what the Holy Spirit is, that he's actually a person in the Trinity. He's not an it, as a lot of people like to refer to him. He is just like Jesus and God the Father. He's one of the Trinity that watches over our lives and has a purpose in our life, biblically, as we live day to day. We've tried to explain a lot of that over the last few weeks, exactly what the Holy Spirit's comprised of, how you receive the Holy Spirit. We dissected tongues last week, speaking in tongues, the different kinds of tongues that there are. And we're going to wrap this up the best way that I know how for the time being of 10 ways the Holy Spirit works in the lives of of believers. So hopefully you'll gain some knowledge this week and kind of get a better understanding of what the Holy Spirit does in our life on a daily basis. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, believers are saved. They're filled, sealed, and sanctified. The Holy Spirit reveals God's thoughts, teaches, and guides believers into all truth, including the knowledge of what is to come. The Holy Spirit also helps Christians in their weaknesses and intercedes for them. We're going to talk about all of that today in today's edition of Connecting the Gap, today's episode. And so just uh, hang on and we'll get through this to go through this ride together. And we'll put some scripture out here to uh, support 
each point that I make about the Holy Spirit today. So, number one of the ten ways the Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers, the Holy Spirit is a helper who teaches and reminds. In John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus told his disciples, The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. That's John 14, 26. The Greek word parakletos in this passage is translated helper in the ESV. It's advocate in the NIV and counselor in the King James Version. The meaning of this word relates to legal counsel. The Holy Spirit provides wise counsel to Christians and to Christ followers. Jesus knew that he would be going away, and his followers would need the Holy Spirit as a helper and an advocate to remind them of his teachings. If you have been in church very long, or you've been to Sunday school, maybe as a child, and you don't go to church nowadays, but you've read the Bible, you understand it, or maybe you're just a born-again Christian that reads the Bible and prays all the time, you will be in situations in life where teachings that you've had in the past, regardless if you've stayed in church or not, will be put back into your memory and you'll be reminded of things as you go through trials or tribulations in life, or maybe the Holy Spirit convicts you. There's things that will come up into your mind that maybe you have not studied for years. Maybe you've not read the scripture in an extremely long time. That's the Holy Spirit that wants to remind you of who Jesus is, who God is, remind you of the teachings that Jesus gave while he was walking this earth. So the Holy Spirit, as the Bible tells us in John chapter 14, is a helper who teaches us and reminds us something that we all need in our walk with Christ. Number two, the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin. In addition to providing wise counsel, attorneys also provide evidence used to convict criminals. In a similar fashion, the Holy Spirit will prove the sin, righteousness, and judgment of the world. The Bible says in John chapter 16, verse 7 and 8, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. If you are a sinner, a non-believer, and you do not want to step foot in a church because you're afraid of what's going to happen in there, That is usually the conviction that is inside of you telling you that you need to change. If you are a Christian, but you've messed up, you go to church, you're sitting in the pews, the pastor starts preaching his message, reading the scripture from the word of God, and he starts reading your mail, and you start getting uncomfortable, squirming in your seat because you know that he's talking directly to you in your situation. That is the Holy Spirit conviction on your life. If you are a Christian and you're out and about on your daily activities, you're at work or you're out playing ball game or whatever it might be, and you do something that's not right, that's not biblical, and you mess up and you, you know, Satan trips you a little bit and causes you to have a, a little bit of sin in your life, and immediately you feel like, I just messed up. I need to change. I need to fix that problem that I just created in my life. That is the Holy Spirit convicting you, telling you that you need to change that and make that right. So that is the second purpose of the Holy Spirit as he convicts the world and he convicts us individually of the sins in our lives that takes place sometimes maybe by accident, by mistake, or maybe on purpose, whatever it is, the Holy Spirit is there to convict us to come back to Christ where we need to be. 
Number three, the Holy Spirit dwells in believers and fills them. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 3.16, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? That is telling us that the Holy Spirit is God's presence in the lives of believers. People think that we're crazy. They think that we don't, you know, we don't understand uh, how stupid we look when we go to church and say we have a God and that created us and that wants us to live a life a certain way. They don't understand that as Christians, we do have God inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit. That's one reason it's so important, I believe, to take care of this temple that we're in. You know, one of my problems that I have is... You know, I, I don't eat a lot, but I eat enough that I'm not really in the best shape I should be. That's one thing that I really need to work on. I need to take care of my physical shape. Other people have, you know, vices and addictions such as smoking, drinking and chewing and all that kind of thing. We're not going to get into that today, but that's another way that you can hurt the temple of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us and he deserves a good temple. He deserves a good dwelling place inside of us. So we should always be well aware that he's inside of us on, on a continual basis. And we should always be taking care of ourselves as the Holy Spirit does dwell in believers. And he does dwell inside of us by filling us with his Holy Spirit. And that gives us the power that we need that we've talked about over the last few weeks to make it through this life and to be able to, to defeat Satan when he tries to come and wreck our lives and tear us apart. The number four item that the Holy Spirit does, the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. In 1 Corinthians 2, 10, and 11, it says, These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except our own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God, except the Spirit of God. This scripture is telling us that God gives his followers the Holy Spirit so that we may know him better. Since the Holy Spirit is God's Spirit, it knows the thoughts of God and reveals those thoughts to believers. The Holy Spirit opens believers' eyes to the hope of salvation and the inheritance that they have in Christ. Jesus knew that his disciples would need power to carry out their mission to be witnesses to the entire world. Jesus told his disciples in Acts 1.8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Christians have access to power, revelation, and wisdom from the Holy Spirit, just as the Apostle Paul wrote to the believers in Ephesus, and that was in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 through 20. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Again, that's Ephesians 1, 17 through 20. That's telling us that the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. It tells us what God's thoughts are when we read the Word and we start reading the Bible and things are revealed to us. The revelation of the, the Word of life comes to life inside of us. That's the Holy Spirit revealing those things to us so that we can have a better understanding of God and what He expects from us in our life. So that's another very important thing that we need to have in our life that power that he gives us in the Holy Spirit. 
Number five, the Holy Spirit guides to all truth, including knowledge of what is to come. The Holy Spirit tells what is yet to come. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth in John chapter 16, verse 13, because he guides believers into all truth. Jesus told his disciples the Holy Spirit would make known what he hears and would only speak what the Father speaks. In John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15, it says, But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. The Holy Spirit is the person that fills the gap between us and God the Father. When God the Father has something that he wants to speak into us, he does it through the Holy Spirit. So you need to have the Holy Spirit in your life if you want to have that close personal relationship with God and, you know, be able to know that path that he wants you to be on, know what his purpose in life is for you. A lot of people say, well, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what God's will is. Well, have you ever asked for the Holy Spirit to fill you? If you haven't and you have not experienced that filling of the Holy Spirit, that's probably a lot of the reason why you don't know the answer to those questions, because that's the job of the Holy Spirit is to reveal those things from the Father that the Father wants to speak into you. You need the Holy Spirit in you to fulfill that full relationship between you and God. Number six, the Holy Spirit gives spiritual gifts to believers. Attributes of the Holy Spirit, such as wisdom, knowledge, and power, are manifested in the lives of believers for the good of others. There's also more gifts listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 11. Uh, you can read that scripture and see exactly what all the gifts of the Spirit are. There's, a, there's several of them. Uh, for anybody's purpose in life, we all get different gifts, and we kind of discussed this over the last few weeks. You know, last week, the last couple of weeks, we talked about how not everybody's given a gift of tongue and interpretation. Can you pray in tongues? Yes, we can receive the Holy Spirit, and we can do different things, but there's different gifts that are for different people, and you can you can see what those are in 1 Corinthians, but those gifts come to us through the Holy Spirit. So again, it's very important to have the Holy Spirit in your life to receive those gifts. Number seven, the Holy Spirit is a seal in the life of believers. In the ancient world, a seal was a legal signature, attesting ownership and validating what was sealed. The Holy Spirit is our mark of adoption as God's children. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to his followers so that they could be confident in their salvation, just as you might make a deposit or a down payment on a new car to make sure the salesperson doesn't sell it to anyone else. The Holy Spirit is a deposit in our lives, confirming the validity of Christ's message and that we belong to Christ. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. When we become saved, we ask God into our life and we receive the Holy Spirit inside of us to lead and guide us in everything that we do. That is that seal between us and God, that we are God's and God's alone, and He's going to take care of us in everything that we do because we belong to Him. That is done through that seal of the Holy Spirit that is placed upon our lives when we receive Him inside of us, something that's very important in our Christian walk. Number eight, the Holy Spirit helps in a Christian's weakness and intercedes for them. 
We all have times when we feel weak. We all have times when we don't know what we need to do at that moment. Well, the Holy Spirit helps us line up with God's will during those times by interceding for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27 says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with with the will of God. We kind of talked about this here in one of our weeks of study that we had on the Holy Spirit, on how there's times in our life that we don't know exactly what we're doing, what we're going to do, and we might be praying shallow prayers because we don't know the whole situation if we don't have the Holy Spirit in our life helping and guiding us in those prayers. The Holy Spirit knows more about any situation in our life than we could ever know. And he has so much more power to be able to intercede with God on our behalf whenever we pray in the Holy Spirit and ask him to lead and guide us in all the things that we go through in our life. So it is so important for us to have the Holy Spirit in our life to intercede for us and to pray for us on our behalf sometimes when we have those weak moments when Satan attacks us and tries to tear us down. The Holy Spirit is there to help pray for us in our place and to intercede for us before God. So that's another important reason to have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Number nine, the Holy Spirit makes believers new and gives them eternal life. The Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers to renew, sanctify, and make us holy. Just as the Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit will give eternal life to believers, that's us, in Christ. In Romans chapter 8, verses 10 through 11, it says, But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives inside of you. So the number nine reason that we need the Holy Spirit inside of us is because He makes us new. We, t- we take that step forward. We leave the old life behind us. We take on this new life in Christ. That's when we ask the Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit to come into our life. That's when we usher him in. He creates a new person in us. And in essence, because of that relationship with God that we have through the Holy Spirit, we then obtain eternal life in heaven to live with Jesus because the Holy Spirit gives us that gift. So that's another huge important reason for having the Holy Spirit in our life. And finally, the tenth, one of the tenth reason that we need the Holy Spirit inside of us in our daily life, the Holy Spirit sanctifies and enables believers to bear good fruit in their lives. The work of the Holy Spirit in a Christian life is an ongoing process of becoming holy through sanctification. Through the conviction and the power of the Holy Spirit, believers will not indulge in the sinful acts of flesh. You can read some scripture about that in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 21. But instead, we will bear the good fruits of the Spirit. And those are listed in Galatians 5, 22 to 25. If we have the Holy Spirit in our life, He sanctifies that life that we have as we go through our daily day daily activities, and the things that we do on a daily basis, whether for at work, at church, or for at play, whatever it may be, the Holy Spirit gives us the capability to live a completely different life than what we've ever lived. We put those old things behind us. The Holy Spirit will convict us when we mess up, and we will see that we become a total new person, and people will know that you've changed. 
People will know that you are a different person, and they will know that God lives inside of you because of those fruits that are produced through the Holy Spirit in our life as we allow him to take complete control over us. So that's the 10 reasons that we need the Holy Spirit in our life as we wrap up this Holy Spirit study. I hope that over the last few weeks that you have a better understanding of who the Holy Spirit is, how you obtain the Holy Spirit, and how you can exercise the belief that you have in the Holy Spirit and exercise um, in, in the fruits and the different things that the Holy Spirit gives you. And today I want to make sure that you understand why you need it, why you need Him in your life. So as I leave, there's a few scriptures here that I want to share with you about the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 4, verse 31, it says, After they prayed, the place where they were was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. In Romans chapter 8, 14 through 16, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. In Second Thessalonians two thirteen, God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. And in Titus 3, 4 through 6, he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's just an awesome scripture to wrap up this study with, to understand that the Trinity has full access to our life when we ask God to come into our heart. And it's only through the Trinity that we are washed clean by salvation, and that is through Christ Jesus' death on the cross through God giving us the gift of Jesus on the cross and the Holy Spirit becoming the mediator between us and them as we live this daily life here on earth when Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit when he left to go back to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father up in heaven. I hope you guys have learned something from this. This has just been an awesome study for me as well. And you can go back and listen to all my podcasts. It's went just a little bit longer today than I would like to have went, but I just wanted to get through all of this in one week to try to keep all this tied together. And hopefully you guys have gained something and gained some knowledge about the Holy Spirit, who He is, and how to, ap- how to apply Him in your life and to live a better, closer walk with Christ as you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. If you have any questions or like to make any comments about the podcast, I've got a contact page on my website, connectingthegap.net. You can go there. Please send me a note uh, or just contact me on Facebook or my Twitter page, whatever is the easiest for you. I'd like to hear from you if this has in any way helped you whatsoever, if you have any questions or even are you know, questionable about your relationship with God and how you can have a closer relationship with God. I can get with you and try to help you on that as well. So again, all that's at my website, connectingthegap.net. And please go there, subscribe to my podcast, my YouTube page, and my blog. And I just want to thank you once again for listening this week. That's all I have for now. We'll be back next week starting a new study. And I know it's one that you won't want to miss. You guys have a great week, and I'll see you next week on Connecting the Gap. 